this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. Welcome to Episode 19. We're going to talk a bit about pleasurable possibilities. Now I am back from my holiday, and I know that you've missed me. It's always nice to be missed a little bit, isn't it? And I guess you're actually not supposed to call them holidays, they're uh, staycations. (laughs) If you haven't left um, the country, Uh, so silly, isn't it? Can you imagine if you're in the States and say you live in Maine and you hauled off to see uh, the Four Corners? Um, For those unfamiliar, it's where, oh no, this is a geography lesson, Uh, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and uh, Arizona come together. I think those are the four. I refuse to Google. And there's a spot called the Four Corners. If you're there and you, I guess, twirl in a circle, you can see all the states. If somebody did that, would you still call it a staycation? Um, probably not. I don't even know if I left here and went that same distance, <laughs> what country I would end up in. Um, so, it was a great holiday. It was to one of my favorite favorite places. Uh, It's also like the favorite place of something like three million other people that go yearly. But it has a beach, which I love. Um, And one of those beaches that changes personality and the water likes to change color. It's perfectly clear. um, So you go out a bit, of course, which is also quite nice. And it has these, I guess they would be called hills, (laughs) not quite mountains, there. Uh, So there's just the flat part where this town is and the beaches, and then everything else is full of these hills uh, for hiking and going through trails everywhere. It's just, it's marvelous. I think there's a lot to be said for just exploring around you and taking a break. So, um, oh, I had this interesting stumble down a rabbit trail while I was sitting on the beach. One of my pleasures is to have, like, my Kindle, my phone, and a journal nearby, so whatever hedonistic whim that comes my way can be answered. Although, my Kindle continues to be a bit iffy. (laughs) I don't think he really liked the beach trip. Um, Oh, and if anyone wants to weigh in, I know I have so many readers, this still goes with pleasure, but I'm just going to ask. If anybody wants to weigh in on whether the Kobo e-readers are better, um, I'm all ears. I did throw one on my wish list, so if you're like a Kobo cultist (laughs) and you feel like I must partake, just go to the list and click. That link will be in the episode notes. And the other thing that I typically find myself doing on the beach has nothing to do with the phone, the journal, or the e-reader. 
it's making random conversation. Um, I happened to just have a coffee and I was by myself and this random dude comes up and he's telling me about how windy it was. He had slept uh, in a tent, like as he puts it on the cliff. Um, but the cool thing was, because I thought, oh great, either he's going to ask me for money or <laughs> something else. He did look like a guy who had slept on a cliff. Um, instead, he told me that he had woken up around like 4.30 a.m. And he noticed where this container ship was. And then um, when I happened to see him, he pointed out where it was now and how it had barely moved in that time. So I found myself, um, I'd gone back to the flat and then went back to the beach and it was just watching this container ship. And I love that because I like the little things. I know that if I can appreciate these little details in the world, that overall life is pretty good, right? <laughs> no, like it's not gonna convince me I should be sleeping in a tent on a cliff. I have nothing against tents. I'm just not a fan of heights. So this random conversation with him, which included quite a bit of this and that, <laughs> it felt like when you visit a random subreddit, and sometimes you feel a bit like that Alice in Wonderland, you know, Alice in the Looking Glass. There are things that are very familiar and other things that totally, <laughs> they're not. So I was um, going down this rabbit hole, uh, see, nice Alice in Wonderland theme there. And it reminded me of when a friend had linked me to a site that she was kind of trying to figure out if it was satire. That it was um, for pickup artists, PUA, maybe it's called PUA, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but it was like that. So some things are familiar, you know, dating, seduction, uh, how to choose a partner or three. And <laughs> And other things are bizarre, like the Cheshire cat in the tree, uh, the whole number system, um, and how to work seduction phrases and words into your daily conversation. Now, granted, I was in a male seeking females kind of subreddit, and God has blessed those dudes if any of that works in the way they're going about it. Um, so the words that I'm going to end up using on you are very much in that vein, okay? Dude, try to seduce a girl. Now, I do know the power of words, and I do love a clever seduction. We have that with um, the one Sabriel, which is about like the violet shirt. I think it's called Violet. He's wearing a violet shirt. Um, you know, that's about that type of seduction. Uh, but these phrases, <laughs> I don't know, these phrases are different. So we're going to try these, okay? We're going to do some deep breathing together. And 
then use them. Now, you're gonna have to do a bit of a role swap though. Um, you can be me and I'll be you, all right? Are you ready for my super duper seduction phrases? No, you're not, <laughs> not yet. You gotta relax first. So let's do a simple breathing exercise and you're gonna use both hands to make sure you're doing it correctly. Put one hand flat against your chest and the other on your stomach. The goal is the hand on your chest shouldn't move. While the one on your stomach, it rises and falls with the breaths. So breathe in slow and deep through your nose. Hand on the chest still and breathe out through pursed lips. And again, in through the nose, the hand on the stomach moves and out again through your lips. And again, in through the nose, hand on the chest is still and out. This breathing exercise, it strengthens your diaphragm. So next time you're jogging up the stairs, you can thank me. So in again, and out. And you can keep up with that if you like or return to your natural breathing, whichever feels right to you. And let's explore these words. Now, you can pretend you're me, and I'm... <laughs> and I'm Gomez Adams. I seriously love Gomez Adams. So I don't think you'd have to use these tricks to get his lady in the mood. She seems pretty damn smitten with him. And why wouldn't she be? So here we go. Maybe put us in a candlelit dinner as well. <laughs> in a nice restaurant, not something tacky. A uh, little bit of rain outside. white tablecloths. I like those. So the seduction words and phrases. Below me. Become. Especially if you said it like a few times in a row. Happiness, happiness, happiness. I would lose it. So I guess it would lead to happiness, but it might not lead to happiness for his penis. <laughs> okay, 
You, we can stay in the restaurant, but I'm going to be me again, okay? <laughs> you can still be Gomez. Um, that's fine. We can keep him in this scenario. Whatever's working for you. So the goal of what we do is deep relaxation, which obviously you'd have on hand before you start using some of these words, because I do use clever phrasing and tricks on you in our sessions together. To eliminate negative thoughts that create stress and anxiety, you must disconnect your mind from your body. Similar to femdom relationships, the thrill is for one person to completely surrender to the dominant person. Not always just for sexual pleasure, but <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. That's a really, really good goal. And having that disconnect um, in erotic hypnosis, it gets easier and easier with practice. It's similar to the use of bondage that leaves the bottom just immobilized. Uh, not just your actual bottom, but the bottom as in you, not me. And I do love that. I love ropes as almost a clothing or a covering. It's like you need to unwrap a present at the end. <laughs> and so hypnosis, it helps you relax into a new psychological mindset. It, in general, it can change someone's beliefs and creates a new belief. Now, that's not always sinister. I mean, it can be, because sometimes that's fun too. But you have a lot of beliefs about yourself that are just limiting and in the way. And clearing them out and putting in new beliefs, it only makes you better. Better for you better for me, better for everyone around you. Now, for people skilled at this kind of wordplay, you know, a mistress can artfully and cleverly dominate her submissive and hopefully always leaving them wanting more. Now, you can be satisfied right after that's fine, but you're going to come back. So this disconnect, it's also great because it opens up other pleasurable possibilities. Now in person, following a deep relaxation with some hypnosis and then say a flogging, that'll leave a person in the subspace trance of their dreams. But we know that thanks to this shared headspace, this rich, vivid mind playground that we've created, you can also find this subspace trance because you have over and over. Already, I received um, just glowing reviews of the Pirate Queen 
not gotten back to many people while on holiday. <laughs> it was a holiday. And I hate typing with my thumbs. Um, but I have read quite a bit. And I know that that session, it took you places that you did not expect. But you don't always need a plan, do you? Often, you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. The intensity, it comes from the unexpected. And the unexpected is possible because of the trust. Breaking those fixed beliefs and social programming is just opening you up to much better. So, I do have a task for you today. If you perform it, you may also use it as your permissive circumstance. I want you to either go through one of my sessions with progressive relaxation, and I'll link those in the show notes, or to simply breathe and slowly do the work relaxing from your head down to your toes. Being mindful of obscure places where you may be holding tension, like the small of your back or hands clenched, and think about pleasurable possibilities. The pleasure of the beach, of having hours ahead of you to read a good book, or of that post-orgasm bliss when you can snuggle down under the duvet and welcome sleep. The pleasure of the first sting of a crop. The pleasure of when a flogging goes from a bit ouchy to just being Oh, fuck yes, more. The pleasure of a deep kiss where mouths open and tongues explore. The pleasure of a touch that gives you goosebumps. And the auditory pleasure of hearing words that never fail to give you a tingle. Or a new, unexpected phrase like one's experienced with the Pirate Queen. Oh, I know you grinned at that. So allow those pleasures to swirl around and around in your mind as you relax your body more and more through the breath and letting go. And then, I want you to start to touch your body. Continue that erotic buildup. Don't go straight for your cock, silly man. Really touch yourself all over first. Everywhere you would want my hand 
then only when you're finally dying to touch and you must stroke and start to stroke I want you to explore those sexual fantasies in your head that come about when you manage to disconnect that body from your mind. Explore them. Enjoy their richness. And then, of course, tell me about your pleasurable possibilities. I'm all ears. <laughs>